Hi, I'm Todd Allen Lowe, and welcome back to Allen's Pantry. In this episode, we're going to be doing some vegetarian items. You know, as a chef running a special restaurant, you have to have a lot of versatility. And you get people from all walks of life that come in that have dietary concerns, such as gluten-free items, dairy-free items, vegetarian items. Some people eat seafood only. So you have to have a really versatile repertoire on your menu. So these dishes uh, present a vegetarian option, although they're very, very tasty. And the first item that we're gonna make is tomato jam. Now, my best suggestion to get the best quality product to make this recipe is to go to your farmer's market and seek out tomatoes that are in the prime of their season, never been refrigerated, vine ripe, that's when you're gonna get the best quality of the tomato. You could make a quantity of it at that time of the year and you could freeze it or can it. So, let's start with the tomatoes. We're gonna to wanna to core this, score it, blanch it and peel it, also known as cacasse. So, to do that, we simply take a small knife. We're gonna take the core out of the tomato, just like that. And then we make a light score on the other end in an X, okay? So let's do about three of these to show you how to make the recipe. Again, removing the core and making a light score on the bottom of the tomato. So what we need for this is some boiling water and you wanna make sure that you've got a bowl of ice cold water right next to the pot because this is gonna be a quick process. Now when I say quick, it does vary on the ripeness of the tomato. If you have a tomato that's not quite ripe like these, it's gonna take a few seconds longer. If you've got a really ripe summer fresh tomato, it's literally gonna take no more than five seconds. So, what we wanna do is drop these in the boiling water. Okay, just like that. Okay, and what you'll wanna see is when that skin starts to peel away, from the tomato, you know you're good to go. And these tomatoes are gonna to take a few extra seconds. So let's just keep an eye on them. And again, make sure you have your ice water handy right next to the pot because you know in life, there can be distractions. Your phone rings, somebody comes to the door and you've left your tomatoes in the pot and you don't have your ice water, you're in trouble. So, they're just about there. You can see where I've scored it. It's just starting to peel away from the tomato. Give it a couple more seconds. Now we're gonna be cooking this tomato product down quite a bit. So we're not that worried about over blanching these um, because it's gonna be a well-cooked item. Now if it was gonna be in a salad, um, we do peel tomatoes for specific salads. That you wanna make sure you get it right on and you don't overcook that outside of the flesh of the tomato. 
Okay. Let's take a look at how we did. The, the skin should peel off quite easily. Yes. Okay. Perfect. That skin's just coming right off. Very nice. All right, so we're going to get rid of those seeds. Set those over there. All right, now to de-seed the tomato. We're going to simply cut it in half in this direction, opening up the tomato, exposing the seeds. All right. Now we're just going to take the back of a fork and we're going to bring our bowl over with our little strainer. See, I've put a little fine mesh strainer in here. I'm going to drop the seeds into here and let the juice pass through. So I find it's very easy just to take the back of a fork or a spoon and kind of go around right inside this cavity and the seeds will just pop right out. See that? Okay, that one's done. And again, It's always nice to use product that's, that's in season. You're going to have the best flavor, the best quality, and the price point is going to be much better because they're plentiful, they're local, they don't have to be transported very far, so you can get them at a lower price. Almost there. Some of the other ingredients we'll be using for this jam that you see on the table, some fresh thyme, we're going to chop up a little fresh garlic. We're going to add some local honey, a little touch of balsamic vinegar, and just a smidge of tomato paste, and of course, salt and pepper. Okay, so let's let that juice drain out of those. Just going to wash my hands a little quick. Okay. Now we just want to give these tomatoes a rough dice. They're going to be cooked down. As you can see, here's the finished product. So we're going to cook it down quite a bit. And those tomatoes will break down. But to speed up the process, let's give them a little chop. I just chop them in half, give a little rough chop. So we're getting close to the point where we're going to start sauteing these tomatoes. So let's get our pan hot. Very good. Yeah, we want a nice hot pan for this. Very good. Okay, so we'll finish dicing up the tomato. And you know, a rough dice is fine. Okay, almost there. There we go, last one. Good to go. All right, our pan's getting nice and hot. In the meantime, we want to talk a little bit about the garlic while our pan is finishing heating up. You know, sometimes you have bought garlic and you've left it in your fridge and it was hidden down in the little salad container and it started to sprout. Some green sprouts started coming out of the top of your garlic. Well, this means that it's been around for quite a long time and in that instance, if you have a garlic clove that is sprouting a green sprout, you'll want to extract that sprout because that's where you're going to get that really hot, bitter flavor from the garlic. 
And I'm going to open this up and just show you that right in the center of this clove, there's a little sprout. You can see this is the root in and this is the top of the vegetable. That little white strip, that's, that's a sprout, okay? If that line starts to turn green and is sprouting out of the clove, that's going to be really hot and bitter. So you don't want to use that. You want to extract that out or go get a fresh head of garlic. Okay, so we finished with the garlic. Let's take these tomatoes and get them off the board so we can chop a little bit of that fresh garlic. All right, we're just going to gather those up, put them in a bowl, okay, set those on the side, get them ready to fire. In the meantime, I need just a touch of fresh chopped garlic for this recipe. And I can't stress this enough, fresh chopped garlic is the only way to go. Don't use that jarred stuff that's already chopped to buy in the store. There's no comparison, no substitution for the real deal. So we're going to break up these cloves a little bit, take the skin off, give them a little rough chop, and we're going to want to saute those first in the pan, give them a little color, a little caramelization, a little nuttiness, and that way it'll give the tomato jam a really nice flavor. There you go. And there's another little trick that you can use. You know, I know chopping garlic is tedious, but if you slice it nice and thin and give it a rough chop like this, a little trick that you can do is take some kosher salt or a coarse ground salt, spread it on top of the roughly chopped garlic, just like that, and then you want to take the side of your knife and the heel of your palm and just run across it and that salt will break up that rough chopped garlic Right, so you're not chopping, chopping, chopping for minutes and minutes. You've got something that's already broken down and you won't have any big chunks of garlic in your jam. Right, just keep, go past it one more time with a little chop and we're ready to throw it in the pan. All right, we're gonna use some of our wonderful Galampari olive oil. This stuff is awesome. Okay, you've got a nice hot pan there, preheated the pan. See some smoke coming up off the oil, right? Like it's about 350 degrees right there. So we're going to hit it with the garlic first. And this is when the smells really start to kick. Sauteing garlic in your house is that's wonderful. All right, so we want to get it a little bit golden brown, right? A little nutty flavor. Now we're going to throw in our tomatoes. Now you're not going to attain that saute for very much longer because you, the water in the tomatoes is going to start to leach out. Of course, the temperature of the pan is going to come way down, but that's okay. In time, we'll get there. Speaking of thyme, let's chop a little fresh thyme for this recipe. We want to take the majority of the stem out. The stem does have some flavor, but it doesn't break down very well. Kind of chewy, if you will. Again, fresh herbs is the only way to go for me. There are 
uses for dry spices. I use a lot of dry spices, but fresh herbs, there's really no substitute for them. And again, buying them locally at your farmer's market, way to go. Okay, so we got the majority of the stem out. I'm gonna give this a little light chop. How are our tomatoes doing over here? Looking good. All right, just a little bit of chop on this time. We're gonna throw that right in the pan. Okay. Some of the other ingredients we're about ready to add. A little tomato paste. Okay. A little fresh honey. And of course, we need a little salt and pepper. And lastly, fresh cracked pepper. Nice, okay. Okay, so this is gonna cook down. Most all of the water is gonna dissipate out of these tomatoes and this is going to be the finished product, okay? So, when we come back, we're going to take this jam. We're going to make another vegetarian item, wild rice cakes. We're going to pair it with this wonderful tomato jam. So, we'll see you right back. Hi, I'm Molly Bravo, the host of Organicopia, and you are watching Foodie TV. Okay, so we've finished our tomato jam. Let's move on to our wild rice cake that is going to be paired with the tomato jam. We've got some long grain and wild rice cooked off here. We're going to use a little diced yellow onion, some diced poblano pepper, a little salt and pepper, fresh cracked pepper of course, and we're going to need to bind this up to make it into a cake so we're going to use one fresh egg, Okay, and a little bit of all-purpose flour. Okay, so we're going to mix that up, break up that egg. There we go. Mix it well. Got to get that egg and that flour to bind up so we can hold these together when we put them in the pan. By the way, our, our pan is preheating on a low flame. So once we get this mixture ready, we're ready to cook them. It's a great vegetarian item. If you make them small enough, you can actually use them as a past hors d'oeuvre. I did this dish at one of my catering venues and people really loved it, especially those that are vegetarian. Okay, I think we're good. We've got this nice and mixed up. All right, so. Let's grab some of our Kalampati olive oil. Put a generous amount of that in the pan. You see, she's nice and hot too. 
Might want to lower that flame just a bit. Okay. All right, so we're just going to take a tablespoon, bring our mixture closer to the pan. And as I was saying, if you want to use it as like a pasta d'oeuvre, you could just make a very small cake, something like that. Okay, as it hits that hot oil, of course that egg and the flour is going to bind up and it's going to hold it together. Or if you'd like, you could make it maybe a little bit larger in size. It's up to your preference, really. Try to keep them in a round shape. You may have to tuck your edges a little bit for bits that are not quite uniform. Let's make about six or seven of these. What do you say? Try to get a nice round uniform shape at the back of your spoon. Let's do one more over here. Just about ready to turn the first one. You see what I did there? Sometimes your pan isn't quite level and oil will pool over to one side of the pan or the other. You want to get a nice even cooking so you can tilt your pan and push that oil to where you need it. For instance, this one's a little dry over here, not quite getting the contact of the olive oil. Very good. Okay, that'll be enough for our first batch. Let's set this aside. All right, so you see I set up a little sheet pan with some absorbent paper towel. We want to try to dab off that excess oil before we plate these and serve them. Look at that, nice and golden brown, a little crispy. That's what you want. And you see how this, they're just sliding in the pan and they're not sticking? That's because the pan was preheated. If the pan was too cold and you tried this process, they're probably going to stick. So always start with a hot pan. You can always reduce the heat later, but starting in a cold pan, you're not going to get the results you're looking for. Okay, let's turn this one over. There we go, golden brown, very nice. This is a great item to have for a dinner party. Use it as a past hors d'oeuvre, or simply set them out on a platter, let people help themselves. I've had the experience of doing a lot of catering, a lot of banquet work in my career, and I've found that you really have to have a nice variety of vegetarian items along with your appetizers. Two more to turn, and we can pull these out of the pan. This first one that we turned is ready to go. Everything in here is uh, going to cook very quickly, so once it's nice and golden brown on both sides, hot throughout, you're good to go.
Okay, almost there. Okay, so again, we're gonna be pairing this with our tomato jam that we just prepared. And in my recipe, I put top with your favorite cheese. Could be a creamy goat cheese, whatever you prefer. All right, and that's it, there we go. All right, so how about we plate these up and finish them off with our wonderful tomato jam. It's always nice to dab up that excess oil, even though it is really tasty, good extra virgin olive oil. You don't want that excess oil to make it to the plate, especially when people pick it up off the plate and they see a little puddle of oil on the plate. It's just not that appetizing. All right, here we go. Here's our rice cakes. Now for our tomato jam. Let me just rinse this off a little bit. All right, now this stuff is very concentrated. It doesn't take a lot, right? Just a little dab of that tomato jam right on top. All right. This stuff is fantastic. You can hold it in your freezer or you can can it and have it through the winter months when tomatoes aren't that great quality. My mother used to can tomatoes every summer. And of course, I got the job of peeling and seeding the tomatoes. The fun part, if you will. All right, so there's our tomato jam. I'm gonna use a little Pecorino Romano. I like the sharpness of this cheese with this particular dish. So we just sprinkle a little of that on top. And there you have it. Wild rice cakes with tomato jam and your favorite cheese. What could be better? All right, so when we come back, we'll be making another vegetarian delicacy, summer vegetable ceviche. We'll see you right back. Okay, so let's make our third vegetarian option for today. We're gonna make summer vegetable ceviche. Now, when I say ceviche, people say, well, isn't that with seafood, like marinated seafood? Well, we do the same kind of flavor profile, but we keep it vegetarian. It was a great hit at our catering venue this last summer. So our components we've laid out here, fresh summer corn, we've got some grape tomatoes, some edamame, finely diced shallots, chopped cilantro, minced jalapeno, diced red pepper, a little scallions, lime juice and lime zest, and of course, olive oil, salt and pepper. Now, you can prepare this dish in advance, but if you want to let it set for a while before you're going to serve it, I would suggest leaving out these two ingredients, the orange and the avocado. These you should put in right towards the end, along with the lime juice. Keep the mixture dry, if you will, until you're ready to serve it. So, let's assemble the ceviche. A little fresh corn. Okay our edamame. Grape tomatoes cut in half lengthwise. 
minced jalapeno, and you'll see that I've removed the membrane and the seeds to cut down on the intense heat that could be in the pepper. Fresh chopped cilantro. This is a really refreshing summertime appetizer. A little chopped shallot. Red bell pepper. And our scallions. So if you wanted to make this dish in advance, I would hold the rest of the ingredients. Keep it dry until you're ready to serve it. So the lime juice, the orange juice, is going to start to attack those bright green veggies, start to break them down. And of course the avocado, it turns brown very quickly. So let's talk a little bit about the orange. This recipe calls for segmented oranges. Okay, so the segment orange, what we want to do with that is simply square off the two ends of your orange, right? You want to get down below that pith. And when I say the pith, it's this white ring here. And you're going to use that pith as your guide, if you will. Follow the edge of your knife right underneath this white line here. That'll give you the guide to take off just the pith and not take away any of the grapefruit. So we simply peel that off. And there's typically about 10 segments in each orange, on average. We want to remove all that white pith, right? Right down to the fruit, okay? Now, again, the segments, you'll see the white lines in between the segments. You simply slice right along that white line and pop out comes the segment. Very nice. Okay, so again, there's about 10 segments. And with a little practice, it's very easy. And then when we get the last segment out, we want that juice that's remaining in the fruit as well. One more segment. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and squeeze out that juice. Be careful if it's a seedy orange, you don't want any of those seeds to fall into the ceviche. Okay, so we'll discard that. Now let's go ahead and finish it with our lime juice, a little olive oil. Okay, a little fresh cracked pepper. You know me and my fresh cracked pepper. I gotta have it in everything. Okay, touch of sea salt. And lastly, the avocado. Again, we want that avocado to go in last because it will start to turn brown fairly quickly. And again, with the avocado, the great way to peel the skin off, when you cut it into quarters, you can easily just peel that skin right off of the fruit. Isn't that nice? And I think for this particular dish, half of the avocado should be just fine. All right, so let's quickly dice that up, mix this salad, and it's good to go. Just a nice dice. Okay, toss it in there. And excellent, look at that. Bright, vibrant, fresh vegetables. 
And you can serve this in a little flat porcelain spoon as a past hors d'oeuvre. Or perhaps serve it with a nice homemade chip as a dip. It's a gorgeous salad. So healthy and fresh, vibrant with all those summer vegetable flavors. Just a wonderful dish. And there you have it, summer vegetable ceviche. So, if you're looking for some great vegetarian options, follow my recipes on today's dishes and you'll have great vibrant food for those vegetarian friends that you want to entertain. So again, it's all about making healthy, delicious, and nutritious food for your family and friends in a snack. So thank you for watching, and we'll see you soon.